everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay with Day. I am your host, Day. And today, you guys, we have my favorite episode to date. I have a special guest, my very first guest, one of my bestest friends in the entire world. Lisa is going to be joining me. We had an amazing time recording this podcast and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So without further ado, we're going to get right into it. Here is Lisa. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. My very, very first guest. How do you feel about that? I'm very excited. I'm honored that I'm the first one. I am so excited. I can't wait for us to do this together and to share your awesomeness with the world. I cannot wait. (laughs) Okay, so like we do every single episode, we are going to get into our some type of way segment. We're just going to jump right in. So as I explained in the first couple episodes, Every week I'm doing some type of way where we talk about something that made us feel some type of way, bad, good, whatever. So I'll get started so that you can follow my lead and then you can go after me. Okay. So uh, this week I was watching The Bachelorette, (laughs) which just ended. And Taisha, for the, okay. So first of all, for those of you guys who do not know, bachelor franchise shows is is my guilty pleasure okay it's ridiculous but i love it if you guys are not familiar with the whole premise of the show basically there is a bachelor or a bachelorette and there are like 30 people vying for the bachelor or bachelorette's heart so what happens is they have like what six weeks of trying to go on dates and at the end they're supposed to propose and get married to this person or they're supposed to propose so in this last season Tasha was the bachelorette and there was this one time towards the end it was like up to two people left right and so when you're toward the end the leads family comes in and they meet the people and then they talk and they give their opinions and everything like that so Taisha, who was a bachelorette, she was actually married before. And so when her parents came in, her dad came at one point to have a conversation with her like separately. They didn't show the full conversation because I feel like the way it was edited, you could kind of see the cuts. Like, you know, they just cut things out. But I feel like when he was talking to her, he told her, girl, this this guy right here is a no for us. Like he basically said to her, I don't want you to make the biggest mistake of your life. Like I know you went through already, so let's not do this. But the thing that made me feel some type of way is Taisha. She was talking about how she remembers when she just got divorced, how there was one specific day that she it was like three o'clock in the morning and she was in the car with her dad and she was wailing like bawling and it was just her and her dad and he was there like with her but he couldn't do anything and so she says something like I know how he feels just like helpless I knew that he wanted to be there for me but there was nothing that he could do I'm his child and he had to see me getting hurt and there's nothing he could do so when I hear him tell me now like I don't want you to make the same mistake I know it's coming from a place of concern 
And it's something I'm going to take seriously because he was there when I was at the worst, you know? And when I watched that girl was crying, okay, I was crying. I was so emotional. And then my mom is sitting right beside me as I'm watching this. And I'm just like trying to sneakily just wipe my eyes and pretend like I'm not crying. (laughs) It was depressing. It was depressing because, you know, girl, you already know, like, I have struggled so much with my parents and just like navigating this with them like I just I already have my own feelings that I'm working through but I feel even worse knowing that they are suffering too and it's like I feel bad that they feel bad for me so hearing that was like I was just like oh that is so depressing and I know what you feel and I'm hashtag triggered okay so yeah it made me feel really emotional Lisa, what about you? Okay, what made me feel some type of way this week was watching Bridgerton. Now, this is all the rage on Netflix right now. Everyone's watching it. And I saw it all over my social media. I thought it was dumb because I'm not really a fan of period pieces. But one day I was doing work and I just wanted something in the background, so I put it on. And the first episode, I'm just like doing my work, not paying attention. By the second episode, God was hooked. I was hooked and I just thought they all worked and I binged it until like midnight that night. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I I don't know if I recommend it to the listeners, but I will say that it had me in my feelings because of Simon and Daphne, the main characters, the relationships. I don't want to spoil it in case anyone hasn't listened to it yet. But to see that romance aspect, I was feeling so joyfully. Um, I'm a veteran single, been single for years, but only in 2020 can I say that I was content. I became happy in my singleness and glad and loving myself. But that show, yeah, it had me missing romance, longing for that Prince Charming, so to speak, to come along and lift me off my feet. So beware if you watch for the 10 years single, you may be feeling this way too. <laughs> well, here is like my future basically for however long. So I probably yeah. shouldn't watch it. <laughs> <No. laughs> what is the worst thing is that every I feel like when you're single, you just see the relationships everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I it mm, girl. It's the worst. So I've I've barely been single for what a few months. I'm yeah, already triggered by like everything. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we love that. Love that segment. Moving on, you guys, to the topic at hand. So we called this episode the Jonathan to my David. <laughs> and That has so much meaning for Lisa and I, mainly because I feel like we are David and Jonathan. And, you know, we have talked so much about their friendship and our friendship and just about the dynamic of our friendship and about the importance of friendship. And so that is why I decided we're going to dedicate this entire podcast to friendships. And there's no other person but one of my bestest friends to have here to talk about it. 
Yay! <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we're going to get started with talking about our friendship. So I'll let you go, Lisa. Why don't you tell the people how do we become friends? Okay, so I love this story. I honestly do. It Me feels too. like a meet cute in a movie. It does. Um, yeah, so we both went to Argentina to study Spanish in a, a study abroad program. And we actually happened to be neighbors in the dorm. But for the first month, we didn't really talk. You know, we would just like be in the same circle sometimes, but we hadn't really had personal conversation. And then about a month in, the entire group went to a different city to do some passport business. And we were sitting next to each other and you asked me, right? I think I did. Yes, Xenia yeah. asked <laughs> me what products I use my hair because we're both natural leases. We're both pretty much type 3C. So we have similar hair. Mm-hmm. And literally that was the beginning of our friendship. So I started telling her what products I use. We started talking about it. She introduced me to her friend that she knew before she came on the trip. And from there, it was, as they say, the rest of history. We got so close. We were always in each other's rooms. We spent basically every moment together. We went to church together. We went to the cafe and ate every meal together. Every Saturday night, we went out together. We just did everything together for an entire year. And then, unfortunately, we had to part ways because we went to different schools in the States. And we live in different countries. And so since then, I think we've only seen each other five times in the last like eight years, oh nine years. Oh my gosh, that sounds so little, Lisa. Yeah, but somehow we have had this <coughs> fantastic long distance friendship. I don't even know. I didn't know it was possible to have such a good friendship long distance, but we did it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Lisa? Did I ever tell you this? I feel like I did. Fun fact, I say this to Lisa all the time. I don't know if I ever told you this. And every time I did tell her this because this is who I am. But anyway, (laughs) I remember when we were in Argentina, our other friend, she saw you in the cafeteria like way before we even went to um, the Concepcion. Concepcion, they were great. And she would be like, oh my gosh, who's that girl? We should talk to her. She would say like, we should talk to her. And I would be like, but that's kind of awkward to just like go and talk to her <laughs> But it was the time when we went to the Concepcion and mm-hmm. she, remember when she had to go to wherever? Yes, she had some problem because of her passport, I think, right? Yes, so we were sitting there waiting for hours, and I was by myself at that point. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So I saw you. I was like, okay, let me talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I used the natural hair as an in, and boom, there it was. It's yeah. crazy because I have never spent as much time with one person as I have with you. And like, I never got tired of you. Like it's we true. never, I, we never even got into like fights. Like no. we were just, I don't know. It, I always say, I feel like our level of friendship is just different. Like it's on a different level. It is. And it's amazing because we're so different. So it's not like we're the same. So we just get each other automatically. We, our personalities are so different, but exactly. it works somehow. 
Exactly. Which kind of leads me into the next question, which is how would you describe our friendship? I feel like it's so supportive and validating. And it's a friendship where I can speak for myself. I think I could speak for you in saying that neither of us has to hide any part of ourselves. And we can just be completely vulnerable and open and honest. And we don't have to worry about how the person will react. You know, we just have established this understanding over the years and this love for each other that we know that we both care so much about the other person that there's no fear, you know, there's no walking on eggshells. There's just openness and honesty and fun. Like, let's not just make it seem like our friendship is a therapy session to resolve our problems, (laughs) but we have so much fun and laughter. And it's how I describe our friendship is amazing and a gift from God, honestly. Me too. Honestly, okay, like I've told you this so many times, but I feel like if I did not have this friendship, like I don't know where I would be. I don't know. Like this friendship literally changed my life. I feel like I can say that with complete certainty and confidence. And that is a blessing because so many people don't have that, you know, like even the other day I was talking to one of my friends and she was telling me about the fact that she knows people who like, they don't have, they have like associates, you know, or maybe they have a lot of friends, but they they don't even have like even one person that they can be like, okay, this is my friend. We could talk about anything. You could be your 100% self. And that's so sad. And I'm just so grateful that we have that. And it is, it's, I always, I feel like it's a unicorn almost. Yeah. It's one of those things that is so rare and no one talks about it. And that's also it's why true. I wanted to, um, I like the comparison of David and Jonathan and their friendship because that's the, the friendship in the Bible that you hear about so much. And I feel like friendship in general in the Bible, it's just not something that people focus on, but it's so vital to our growth and just way of living, you know? Um, Definitely. And I really, I feel like it's important to highlight this. I feel like in the church, especially, we talk about, okay, I prepare for marriage. <laughs> it's all about being a, a wife and, you know, getting yourself together so you can have a husband. But no one talks about getting yourself together so you can be a good friend to the people in your life. No one talks about how much that changes your life, you know? And I, especially as I go through this whole divorce and all of this, friends, that's all I have. And for me, especially now, it doesn't feel like, oh, that's all I have. Like, it feels like this is what I have. This is amazing, you know? So I love it. I love us. (laughs) (laughs) How would you say, our friendship changed because I feel like we we knew each other. How old were we when we went to Argentina? I think I was like 20. 
Yeah, I think I was 19. Yes, because I turned 21 and you turned 20, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we were really young and we've been through it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How would you say throughout the years the friendship has shifted or changed? Okay, so I'm going to tell a story that you're familiar with, and I'm just going to preface it by echoing your sentiment in the last podcast. If you're not in therapy, what are you doing? (laughs) So one of the times I was in therapy, my therapist had me do an exercise where I kind of ranked my friends, for lack of a better word, but I drew circles, concentric circles, and wrote the names of my friends within the circles based on the closeness that we had and so then she went through it with me and I had Senia in my inside circle and so we were discussing the characteristics of a friendship that makes it into your inner circle so I said I can tell Dania everything except this one thing and she said why can't you tell her this and I said I don't know I'm afraid of how she'll react anyways I eventually told her and she reacted fantastically. Like <laughs> there was no problem. Um, but I bring that up to say that we, as Dania said, from the very beginning have gone along so well and we haven't fought and really disagreed. But I wasn't a hundred percent open from the very beginning. You know, that developed through the years to the point that there was only one thing left at that stage, and then once that thing was gone, then it was just this complete honesty. And so I feel like as the years have gone by, we have better learned how to relate to each other and how to validate each other and what the other person needs. So I think I felt earlier that if I told her certain things that she would judge me, but then she became less and less judgmental as not saying that you were. <laughs> but then you became... <laughs> we're going to come back to that. <laughs> you were not mine, but um, as the time went on, <laughs> she just, Dania has become more open, less black and white, more understanding, more embracing. And so as that change has happened within her, then we in our friendship have been able to grow together as well. Another way that I think our friendship has changed is that it's become more spiritual as the time has gone on. So we are both Christians and we both have a relationship with God. But in recent years, we've been sharing more of that relationship with each other. So we, last year, I think, began to study the Bible together and share our thoughts on it. And I feel like that has taken our friendship to an even higher level because that connection is, so deep and it has grown us closer to each other closer to God and then as individuals so I think those are the main two things that are coming to my head right now yeah you know what I want to say I don't think I've told you this before ever but I know (laughs) one of the reasons that I am less judgmental is because of you it's because of the friendship that I've had with you like you are so non-judgmental. You are so open. I feel like you always give people the benefit of the doubt. You're always trying to hear the other people's sides. You're so open in that way that 
just by being your friend and hearing you do this and seeing you do this with other people had me like just wanting to do the same thing. So even in my conversations with you, even with how you dealt with me when I told you certain things and how you responded to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. Like I just, it just, it made me want to be a better person. And I feel like that is the purpose of a good, solid friendship. Like people say that about a relationship that when you're in a relationship with a good partner, they make you want to be a better person. But I feel like your friends should make you want to be better people. And it shouldn't be something where they change you or they're trying to change you. It should be something that because of who they are as people, it just is something that you do too. You know, like how we're together all the time or we talk, so we start saying the same words. We start saying the same <laughs> phrases, you know, I feel like in the same way, our characteristics kind of blend into, and we, mm-hmm. not that we're the same person, but that I think more the morals and the values, especially if you were already aligned, when you start growing and becoming a better person, if you guys are on the same page, like that's just going to continue to be elevated every time. And like you said, spiritually, I feel too that when I started being more vulnerable with you about where I was spiritually, you were like, girl, same. And then we were yeah. really able to just like, just get so much closer. As you said, it really bonded us in a way that never before happened and since my divorce we have gotten so much closer to I would say I feel like you know when you're in a relationship for me it was a marriage it's kind of hard to navigate your friendships especially if you had the friendships before you had the relationship because you want to give your relationship the respect but you also want to give your friends the respect and sometimes it's hard to figure out the balance because when you have issues and stuff you want to be able to talk about it with somebody but you want to respect your marriage I really struggle with that with respecting my marriage but also like I had a lot of issues that I was dealing with and essentially suffering alone until I was like I have to tell somebody and you were that person that I told initially and like there was so much freedom and just just like liberty for me sharing that and I feel like friendships should do that they should be liberating you shouldn't feel like you can't be your complete self and yeah it's amazing when you you grow with someone and like it's still good because I yeah. feel like I mean that's one of the problems in TBH in all honesty that was one of the problems in my marriage where we grew in just different directions we were not growing in the same direction and to be able to have friends that you are doing that if it's just there's nothing like it there's nothing like it because you you still have that partnership I think that at least I felt like you know what I didn't have that with my husband but I have that with my friends and it it is a reminder to me that I'm still worth it like somebody loves me and someone is out here trying to grow with me still and is still in it with me you know like it is reassuring how much you're loved and you're appreciated so this is just a um 
Uh, what do you call it? Like a, a love fest? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but it's just amazing. I it, it really is life changing, you know? It is. How would you say for you on a personal level, our friendship has impacted you? Okay, so as I touched on before, spiritually, definitely. And the acts of sharing our thoughts that we learned from the Bible study with each other has helped me to be more comfortable speaking because I'm a very, I don't like public speaking. And I get very nervous, but every morning sending you a voice note about what I learned has helped me to be able to formulate my thoughts while I'm speaking and to get more confident in discussing what I've learned. So that's one way. Um, one of the big things throughout our friendship is that you've helped me to be more assertive and to stand in my own and to embrace myself and to speak up because part of it of being shy is not speaking up for yourself. And I feel like when we met in Argentina, I was really different than I am now. I'm a lot more shy and a lot more passive. And I have definitely grown so much through this friendship. And, you know, I'll sometimes be in situations where I should speak up, but I don't know how. And hearing you speak into the situation, affirm, you know, what you're going through is not okay. You need to stand up for yourself, has helped me to do that in those situations and then be able to recognize it for myself in other situations. And basically recognize foolishness and call it for what it is. Okay. That is definitely <laughs> one of your legacies in my life. I am not tolerating some of the things that I used to tolerate love that for and you yeah um so definitely just growing into my own and finding my own voice these are ways that this friendship and your personality have helped shape me um yeah tell me yours and I'll see if I think of any more okay well for me as I said, just I think being less judgmental. This is something I'm going to talk about um, before in detail in another podcast. But I feel like I have grown up in a very judgmental society and culture, and I know I have been a very black and white person um, for a lot of my life. And it was just the way that I was, you know. And I used to be very confident in that like it's this or that and that's it like there's no in between and I do believe that that's important in some areas like you want to be 100% confident in certain things but there is also a gray area everything isn't black and white there is a way to look at situation by considering other factors and for me especially in my career that is um very important characteristic that you need to have. You cannot go into situations already assuming that you know everything. You have to be open and you have to be willing to see things from different perspectives. 
me with the way that I grew up, I feel like I had on a certain kind of lens and I was just almost like tunnel vision and we're not seeing anything else. And that really showed in our friendship. And I remember in a lot of other friendships that I've had too, like I've had my friends tell me, Dania, you know, I wasn't going to tell you this because I was really scared that you would judge me. And I've been aware of that even since I was young and I have tried to you know, not do that as much. But as I said, I feel like just by having you seeing your personality and having you as a friend and seeing how you have done that, that's definitely helped me shift that in my personality, along with, you know, being open in general to a lot of different things. I feel like I had my ideas of things and I kept it like that. And there was no even discussion of the other possibilities. But in having you as a friendship, as a friend, having you as a friendship, and having this friendship, that changed because again, you're just so not like that. And it made me want to be more open. And then, of course, spiritually too, for me, like, I don't think that I've really had someone who spiritually, I feel like we're on the same page and like I can share my spiritual struggles with you and you can get it. And, you know, sometimes you feel like you're really alone in the things that you're dealing with, but especially spiritually, I think with our culture to, you know, you grew up a certain way, you have these expectations of you to just know that someone else gets it yeah. is, is huge. And then to be able to share as you're learning and growing. And sometimes I'm like, girl, I don't even know. What do you think about this verse? Because I don't really know. This is what I've learned. You know, like we have a lot of the similar um, backgrounds. So we are able to just be completely transparent, you know, about whatever it is. And I can genuinely say I am in a much uh, I have a greater relationship with God. And a big part of that is our accountability. That's another thing. Yeah. Accountability. Because I feel like we both, we both decided to be our accountability partners. And we both have things that we've been like needing to do better with. And by having that person who can be like, okay, so what are we doing? Like, what's up? It just... It's change. It's change. I can't say this enough. It's life changing. You know, it's true. I'm going to say also, you've helped me to be more confident. I think it ties in with what I was saying before, but, um, <laughs> you be boosting me girl. I mean, this happened up to this week because I saw a picture of myself that really, I just had to go back to the drawing board with that one. I was like, so y'all, been seeing me looking like this this whole time and never saying anything and y'all keep telling me I'm pretty and and this is what I'm seeing you know but <laughs> not even knowing this was boosting me and telling me I'm gorgeous <laughs> all of these things and she always makes me able to be such a nice even like in this podcast right now such a nice kind loving person and I'm like okay like if Dania sees it if Dania thinks I'm so amazing maybe I am so you are other people yes when certain other people make me question that I'm like listen but Dania okay <laughs> Dania said <laughs> and it just helps me you know like believe in myself and know you know what you're not 
messed up or in any worse way than humans are but you're not that bad okay you're a good person so you know what I I have to say I relate to this too you know girl since everything has gone on your girl's been struggling with her self-esteem. Like Lisa's talking about me helping her with confidence. And I really feel like I have lost so much of that confidence. And you have helped me feel confident again in myself too. Like literally, actually, you guys, fun fact, when I decided to do the podcast, I told Lisa about it and she was very supportive. And I was like, okay, maybe we could do this. And then I recorded the podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know. And I sent it to Lisa the very first episode. I was like, okay, tell me like straight up, what are your thoughts? And when you said girl is great, I felt like, okay, like I felt good. Like, and even okay. The second podcast, I did the same thing. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to send you every single podcast for you to just like tell me that it's okay and it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But I did it too with the second one, the second one, especially as y'all have heard, hopefully you have, if you have not go ahead and listen to it. Anyways, I was so nervous and bringing out and I sent it to Lisa. And like, as soon as you said what you said, I was smiling. I was like, (laughs) it was so good. (laughs) you were like it's perfect there's no there's no need to change it everything is perfect and I felt like okay I can do this and you've done that so many times where I'm like girl I don't know I'm questioning myself all the time and even times when like you said I didn't know that you were feeling this way and I said this you do that too I feel like there's so many moments in our friendship when I'm going through something or I'm feeling some type of way and you say exactly what I need to hear and I always say I think it's because you know me so well that like you just know what to say but I also feel like it's just it, it's God it's you it's, it's everything God, yeah you just always have the right words to say every time without fail and it makes me it helps me and especially in this time when I'm kind of losing myself it you give me the reminder like I'm okay <laughs> no I'm not bad I'm not that bad <laughs> I'm not that Uggs like no. <laughs> because the joke is that I sent you a picture I, w- I was completely too like girl I'm so fat I hate how I look like I've never felt so ugly and you were boosting me too and I was like okay okay this is <laughs> <laughs> okay you know it's crazy yeah I love it yeah, yeah. okay so since we're talking about friendships in general what are your thoughts on just the role of friendships in our life, the importance of friendships, what would you say about friendships in general? Like the importance of friendships? Yeah, I feel like as you alluded to earlier, it's something that we really do not focus on. Both in the church and out, we put so much emphasis on romantic relationships and even familial relationships. And we leave on the back burner friendships. And those of us with true friends can speak to how friends have brought us through things that no one else could have, no other type of relationship could have. And I really believe it's a gift from God that 
we forget how important it is and how necessary it is for our growth. You know, it's that you have friends and they're supporting you when you're going through hard times, they're rejoicing with you when you're celebrating something. But then they also teach you so much through who they are, as we've talked about, like sometimes a person doesn't even have to say, doesn't say like, you need to be more this, you need to be more that, but just them being that way helps influence you. And then also through things like conflicts and you learn conflict resolution, you learn how to face different personality types. There's so much that you learn in having a friend, you know, and I feel like we should take more time to learn how to be better friends and to invest time in our friendships and to celebrate our friends because you know with romantic relationships there's valentine's day and there's their anniversary and there's all these commercialized ways to remind you appreciate your partner but let's appreciate our friends too okay you know let's tell our friends that we love them let's tell them the things that we like about them let's boost them as we're saying no let's write them a letter or send them a card or tell them the things that we think you know we're falling asleep at night you're like man I'm glad I have this person in my life well tell them that you know because those are the things that brighten our lives and that give us fulfillment and joy and I think every type of relationship has its place and friendship has its place it's not just a a consolation prize it's a blessing in and of itself I love that um and just to like add on to what you were saying for me I think friendships have the ability to um showcase what unconditional love is because that is your friends are not your family like blood related they're not people who have to love you even with your partners and stuff you know there's a lot of emphasis placed on them loving you unconditionally but your friends do the same thing and they're not well i was gonna say they're not getting all the benefits (laughs) (laughs) no they're getting a lot of benefits because friendships as we've discussed this entire episode it's not for nothing, you know, but for me, that unconditional love piece is something that also points to Christ and the way that he loved us. And even with, when he was on the earth with his disciples, you know, he talked a lot about loving, uh, about being friends and what that even means, you know? And so I feel like having friendships is having a piece of god on earth it's having a piece of what he intended for us on earth because we can have something that we know you're going to be there no matter what it's a reflection of christ i mean i think a good friendship is the same as a good marriage which should be a reflection of how much god loves us and there's so much meaning to that for me so and i think sharing as you said sharing how much you love your friends we need to do that more i mean you and i we do that all the time sometimes i'll be in my girl oh my gosh i love you so much (laughs) and i just be going all the way in but we need to do that i agree there needs to be days there doesn't need to be any designated days but we do need to express our 
gratitude and appreciation for our friends. It's so important. So yeah, hug your friends, tell them you love them, give them an extra special hug, especially now because a lot of us can't do that. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the mask or something, but <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and use some hand sanitizer, wash your hands right after yeah. the hug. Go take a shower <laughs> after the hug. You know what I'm saying? But you know, and like Lisa, can you believe this? We've basically we have basically been living COVID-19 for all of our friendship because we've been social distancing the whole time. It's true. It's you know? true. We haven't seen each other since I think well, is it 2017? 2017. Wait. And it's 2021. No. It was 2016. Was it the second time in 2017? No, it was all in the same year, remember? Oh, look at that. And this is five years later. Can you believe we have not seen each other? Oh my gosh, Lisa, that's a problem. Long distance friendships. You brought that up too. For me, that has been my norm because I moved around a whole lot. So I have always tried to keep in contact and with my friends that I've made wherever, but yeah I've never had it like this either and you know you guys if your friends are far away it's not impossible to keep up I feel like now especially in college like I feel like after college that happens anyway because we find we all come from different places and then we all go to different places you know and so it's really beautiful to be able to keep in contact and to still be so close like I feel like we've gotten so much closer than we even were when we were physically together you know, I agree. Yeah. It anyway, takes intentionality. <clears throat> Definitely. I agree. So I feel like we had a great discussion. I loved it. I am so thankful that you are my first guest. And so I feel like a good way to kind of lighten things up is to play. How well do you know your best friend? <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so what we did earlier is I sent Lisa some questions that she needs to answer for herself. And then I will answer what I think she said and vice versa. So let's get started. So I'll start with a question that I have the answer and you will tell me what you think the answer is. Okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> Okay, what is a phrase or an expression that I always say? <laughs> there are so many, but I don't know which one you picked. Okay, I mean, I'm going to say, I have a couple uh -huh. options, so let me hear what you say first. Okay, you always say, girl. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> What else? I mean, something that we say with each other is English, English. Inside um, joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had time, I would have definitely been able to come up with more. <laughs> okay, so my final answer is just girl. <laughs> girl. No, that's actually, that's what I put down. So you're right. Girl, I say okay. that all the time. You guys on the podcast have already heard me say that. So... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Good job. Okay. My question to answer for you is what is yeah. your favorite TV show? Now, I know that you like a lot of shows. <laughs> okay. But you should know the favorite because there is yeah. a favorite. There is a favorite. Well, are there two? I have to go with The Office because I yep. watch that on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. You win. Yeah. 
Okay. 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 The next one is for me. What is my favorite movie? Okay. Oh I feel gosh. like I've, I've mentioned this before. Up to recently, Lisa. Oh, no. So oh, if no. you were paying attention. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate getting things wrong. And I just don't know. <laughs> I should have gotten these questions before. <laughs> so I could prepare an ACES test. Um, your favorite movie. Can I get a clue? <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna get a clue. It's a rom com from like the 2000s. <laughs> Girl, I watched this movie like over and over and over again. Like, I probably know oh every single line in this movie. How do I not know this? I don't know. You know what? Oh. I was I was telling Lisa earlier. I feel like we talk so much about like deep things that these kind of yeah. things we don't really be talking about oh <laughs> uh, this is the problem but I, I feel like been early, it probably would have been like early on in the friendship maybe I don't know yeah that was so many years ago give me an actor and actress in it I feel like if I do it's going to give away the whole movie okay well that's what I want <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Bynes oh um the thing where she's a guy I don't know if I can give you that point though because I gave you all the clues. No, give me a half. <laughs> oh, you can say this. I did not know that was your favorite. Okay, we're learning. Yeah. I said to you, remember the other day we were talking about Yeah, I remember we were talking about it. I said I got that for one of my favorite movies ever. She's the one man. of <laughs> okay. okay. Well, it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Half a point. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Your question is: What is one of your pet peeves? Okay. Uh, I feel like there are a couple. Uh, the only one. Yeah. That yeah for sure. Right now. Okay. No, there's a lot. One of them <laughs> that I can think of right at this moment is. Um, instrumental music like when you go to the restaurants any kind of like live band live music this is so I can't believe you got all one but this is one of my biggest things I'm eating food and y'all are playing the music so loud I cannot hear the other people hate it I will not go to a restaurant if I know there's going to be live music playing we so apologize to all, all the, the people who are doing this for a living. We are sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, it's a good thing, okay? It's just me. I'm the problem here. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I died of laughter when you first told me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. My question for me, if I had a day off, what would I do? I feel like you're going to chill at home and depending, you'll either read or watch a show that you're watching. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so low maintenance. I'm just like, I want to do nothing. Let me just yeah. do nothing. Correct. Okay. Your question is, 
what is your shoe size? I don't know this, but I'm just going to guess. I know that we don't have the same shoe size because I feel like in Argentina, we'd be borrowing each other's clothes and stuff, but we could not borrow each other's shoes. So I feel like that's not, it's not my size. I'm going to go with a size nine. Close, nine Uh, and a half. Nine and a half. Oh my god! I mean, you should get a little half for that. Okay, I'm gonna get a half, yeah. right? Nine and a half is close to nine. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, okay. okay, and the next question for you is: What is my favorite dessert? I mean, you love chocolate cake. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> <laughs> yes I do that's it that's it okay your question is what is your idea of a dream vacation I don't know if I even really know this okay I feel like okay I feel like we've always talked about us being on the same page like we like the same kind of stuff in that when I go on a vacation your girl's trying to do nothing she's trying to be in the hotel at a beach, not even in the water. You're not trying to be in the water, but you're trying to be on the beach, maybe on the sand with a book. Um, you love a place with a pool. So you want to be yeah. somewhere that yeah. you can go in the pool or sit mm-hmm. by the pool. And in terms of location, like, I don't really know. I'm just going to say like okay. a place that's like a Caribbean type place. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I feel like you'll get a half point for this because oh, you're right. I want to okay. chill. I want to be by the pool. I want to just be in a hotel a lot. I feel like my dream vacation is either a cruise. A so cruise. You can get there for Caribbean. Yeah, because yeah. it would be a Caribbean cruise. I knew the Or cruise. Europe. So like Greece or something like that. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Yes. When we get money and when COVID-19 is That's what we're no doing. longer a thing, Europe we're doing it. I'm already saving mm-hmm. the money. Okay. Okay. So last two is a question for both of us. I'm very interested okay. to hear your answer. Okay. It is, what is your favorite memory of us together? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know what yours is. <laughs> this is really hard. Yeah. But I feel like what stands out in my head when I think about memory with Dania, like the first thing that's gonna come in my head is the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when we were in Argentina and we were just, it was just a regular day, a regular night, one of the millions of nights that we were just chilling in each other's room. I think, well, I guess we were in your room. Were in your room? I, I, I think, think it was room. yours because it was your yeah. suitcase. It was my thought it was yours. Anyways, so we're just talking and laughing and suddenly Dania is sitting on the bed, falls into the suitcase that's open <laughs> right in front of the bed and we just laughed for so long. Like sometimes we just have these laughing fits. So this is like the first memory that came to my head when I saw the question. Yep. You know what, Lisa? That is my favorite memory too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I remember, okay, because this is what happened, you guys. When we were in Argentina, the way their school system is set up, they have their summer break, like, what, 
December, January, February. So when they were on school break, because we went to the, the college there. So when they went on their school break, the regular students, like it was just the people in our program who were there to learn Spanish. We were the only ones on campus. So it was during that time where we and our roommates were gone. So it was so wonderful because we had our rooms to ourselves. We had so much freedom. And so, yeah, we were in your room just randomly hanging out. And I don't even know what was so funny, but I was physically weak. I could not hold my body up. <laughs> and that is why I fell into the suitcase. <laughs> it's my favorite memory because we were just laughing so hard like we were yeah. dying for no reason <laughs> it's so funny that we had the same one I'm not even surprised I know you know it is really hilarious you guys are not going to hear it but right before this podcast we had a laughing fit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh that's hilarious okay I love it okay and the last question is Describe me, and I'll describe you, in three words. This is so hard. This is so hard. Yeah. To just choose three words. I'm going to say... Um... (laughs) (laughs) Intuitive. Wow. Um, I'm going to say confident, even though you don't feel that way right now. That's still you, confident. And I want to say, uh, maybe that's covered by intuitive. I'm going to do... <laughs> Loving and smart is my last word. <laughs> Loving and smart. I will accept it. I will accept it. Okay, my words. It is really hard to just come up with three words. Yeah. Beautiful in oh, okay. every sense of the word. Okay, yes. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say empathetic and uh, what is a good last word hmm. i hope you choose the one i hope you choose <laughs> oh, what are you thinking oh no okay like i can't tell you telepathy right now um, <laughs> mm, the only thing that's in my head at this moment right now mm, i have two things but um <laughs> yeah I, I had the questions I didn't think about it ahead of time either you are thoughtful oh okay <laughs> what were you I'll thinking funny or hilarious oh that you are hilarious thoughtful, hilarious. <laughs> thoughtful hilarious <laughs> No, I would say thoughtful because I feel like you're always thinking of like how the other person is going to feel, you know, like, I really feel like that is one of your gifts, whereas not me, you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, okay, so one last segment, which I think is one of the most meaningful ones, it's one of my favorites, what God has taught me, so 
every week I try to think about or share what God has taught me for the week, a lesson, something like that. So I will let you go first. What okay. is something that God has taught you in this past week? Um, I think this was a little bit over a week ago that it was reinforced to me. And the longer that I thought of it or first realized it, but I'm still going to use it. And that is you can be right and wrong at the same time. And it had recently a situation that drove that home to me where I felt and I still feel like I was right. But mm-hmm. <laughs> the way that I expressed that and the way I dealt with that was completely wrong. And I feel like we as humans are often so focused on being on the right side of an argument that we forget that part of communication is not just to prove your point, but to have a healthy interaction with the person. And if you drill home your point and that other person ends up hurt or sad or damaged, then for me, you're right and wrong at the same time. And sometimes that wrong can really overshadow the right. So I feel like God is teaching me that it is more important to not to compromise on what I believe or anything like that, but in the moment I need to stop and think and be careful and intentional when I am upset or angry or in whatever disagreement to be considerate of the person's feelings and to be careful that the words I say are not hurtful to them in a way that is unnecessary. So I believe that God is helping me to slow down, as the Bible says, a soft answer to turn is away wrath. And, you know, think of him, reach out, pray in the moment. Love that. Yeah. What has God taught you? This week, God taught me. I mean, it's not just this week, but I think it was, like you said, reiterated for me this week that I don't have to be alone in my suffering. I just had, actually, I just had a friendship family meeting with a couple of my other friends the other day. And, you know, something I was sharing, something that I'm working on and I've learned is that for myself is that I... Um, there are not a lot of people that I am fully myself with and that I fully share my things with, you know, I only like, you are one of the few people that I shared like everything just straight up. No, no, nothing, no filter. You were one of the first people that I really felt like that. And like you, I didn't have a moment with my therapist where she was like, why not? But I was thinking about my friendships with my other friends and I was like, why have I not been able to be fully honest with them too? And the conclusion I came to is because I felt like I had to play a certain role in that friendship. Like I had to be the savior or the person that was taking care of everybody. And in taking care of those friends that I didn't give them the opportunity to be my friends and to be there for me in my suffering. And God has been teaching me this 
for a while, but especially as we were having this conversation and we were all sharing things that we are working through and struggling with, it just reminded me like, we're not meant to be on the earth by ourselves and we are meant to carry each other's burdens, which also means you letting other people carry your burdens too. And so for people who are like me, who struggle with letting other people in for whatever reason, you know, I just want to encourage you to remember who is there because sometimes people are like oh there is no one and a lot of times there is but you have just created that wall and separation between them so then you feel like there's not so just remember those people that are in your life and use them not like in a bad way but they're there for you so that is what God has taught me this week so that wraps up this episode you guys I had a great time it was so fun how was it for you Lisa your first your debut (laughs) yes my podcast debut I have had so much fun as every time I talk to you (laughs) and I just want to say my closing thoughts you know hold your friends close appreciate them love them and if you don't have a friend like my David David to my Jonathan you can pray you know you can ask God and he will provide that for you because it's something that he wants for you and I just want to say that I am so excited for this podcast even though I've heard the first two episodes already I'm so excited for them to come out and listen to them again and to share the word and I'm so proud of my best friend and what she has done and how she has turned such a difficult situation into something beautiful to share with people and to help them through us through our own situation so I'm proud of you Dania I love you and I'm thankful for you oh I love that I don't think I have anything else to say we'll leave it at that bye guys bye (laughs) so there you guys have it that was my episode with Lisa I thoroughly enjoyed it I hope you guys did too Stay tuned for another episode coming out next week, Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to leave me a review. And thank you guys so much for the support. You guys have been amazing thus far, and I'm so, so grateful. So thank you, and we will talk again next week. Bye.